Hi there, welcome everybody again and thank you for joining us on another episode of the VR Days slash VRTL podcast series. Today I'll be talking to Carl Bull. Uh, Carl is an e-learning expert passionate about evidence-based instructional design. He has a specific interest in learning uh, through virtual reality and MOOCs and is a PhD researcher in learning and training in XR and managing partner of the startup of virtual learning is reality. Thank you for joining us, Carl. Thank you for inviting me, Peter. <laughs> so yeah, we know uh, each other uh, quite well. So I already uh, gave a brief introduction, um, but could you could you tell us a little bit more about your career path? Yes, well, um, I started as a teacher uh, in English and Dutch in uh, secondary education. Uh, and in my lessons, I've always been interested on how technology could enhance the learning process of my students, how it could create new learning opportunities or how it could uh, make my work as a teacher easier. I was so enthusiastic about this that I wanted to share my experience with other teachers. And so uh, I have inspired more than thousand teachers during over 10 years. This didn't go unnoticed, which led me to uh, Ghent University, where I became a lecturer on the Department of Educational Sciences. And one year later, I started as a lecturer at Thomas More in teacher's training. Later, I uh, started building a MOOC for uh, first-year students at college. And since two years, I work as a PhD researcher at Thomas More, uh, where I'm investigating learning and training in XR. Wow. That's quite a lot. <laughs> so uh, where did the fascination for XR come from? Um, do you see it as a logical step for the future of learning? or? Well, as I told you, uh, I've always been interested in uh, new technology, uh, especially when it can, uh, can enhance the uh, learning process. In uh, 2012, I believe the Oculus DK1 came out. Uh, at that time, it was a bit too expensive for me, and, and actually it was not that great yet. Um, of course, it was a major breakthrough, but uh, it, it still was a developer kit. So, uh, and I have no uh, such skills in uh, developing myself. But then, uh, with the Samsung Gear and the Google Cardboard, um, VR experienced an actual uh, world breakthrough, so to speak, as these were uh, consumer kits, um, making it possible to use them for learning and training. Yeah. Okay, so it seems that online learning will be one of the winners of the crisis. Um, the need for distance learning has only grown. And I recently saw an article appearing on LinkedIn on the pandemic fueled fundraising um, with extreme amounts pumped into the online learning industry in the recent months. For example, we had uh, Coursera uh, raised 130 million, uh, Masterclass raised 100 million, Skillshare raised 66 million, Udemy is uh, still seeking fundraising or maybe already they secured the funding. Um, do you think uh, or do you see things moving or shaking in the XR uh, learning industry as well? Yes, definitely. Uh, I see several trends. First, uh, I think XR can provide for a covered safe alternative to teach and to create online learning environments. Uh, VR can create online communities which provide a kind of social closeness uh, a lot of students are looking for and which they miss heavily uh, during this pandemic. Second, we see uh, different XR companies aiming at education specifically. Um, it first started with some individual experiences, but now you see them creating complete suites uh, or um, ecosystems, so to speak. Um, they create complete catalogs of XR lessons, um, which are often curriculum aligned, accompanied by management systems for easy classroom uh, implementation. 
Especially interesting are the subscription models where you pay a monthly fee for unlimited use. Um, these fees are also reasonably priced, uh, making it really an opportunity for education. Um, some companies even offer complete bundles with headsets and so on. So yes, there is definitely a move uh, of the XR learning uh, towards education. And do you think that the moment for learning in XR has come now? Uh, for example, with the launch um, of the Oculus Quest 2? Or do you think that we are still waiting for software or hardware development? Well, uh, in my PhD track, one of the main questions is what it takes for teachers, students and staff to adopt this uh, uh, powerful technology. Hardware is only a small part of this. Uh, actually, the most common need to be addressed is the lack of content. Uh, teachers need content which is aimed at education and not uh, simply edutainment. It should also be easily uh, to uh, in integrate it in the, in the current curriculum. Um, and a third cry for help is a lack of skills. Uh, when you went to implement VR in your learning, uh, you should work on a train-the-trainer program. So yes, mm -hmm. um, the hardware is important, but it's only a small part of it. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, I attended a few of your keynotes and we even shared a stage during an event for HP. Uh, so I have already... I've been informed a little bit about your vision on learning and development in XR, but can you, um, for example, tell us a little bit more about how to build a powerful story for 360 slash VR learning? Um, and what are the do's and don'ts based on your experience and research? Well, I'll, I'll tell you uh, five good advices. First, uh, think of your goals. Uh, what do you want your students to be able to do after the experience? This comes last, but you should uh, work that out first. Uh, so only then start building. Second, uh, start small and uh, develop uh, and design in a modular way. Third, uh, support your students uh, with guidance. Help them to keep focused uh, because uh, virtual reality is an, uh, an immersive environment and they uh, watch all things, but, but mostly uh, not the ones you want them to focus on. So you should guide their attention. Fourth, uh, think of data. Uh, which data could be useful for measuring your outcomes. Uh, and last, apply sound instructional design principles such as those uh, by Mayer and Merrill. We have to understand that uh, VR is only the tool. Uh, it's not uh, a magic wand or something. So um, a bad lesson in VR will still be a bad lesson. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we often have a discussion... Um uh, within the industry that 360 video is not VR um, or is it immersive enough to be addressed as VR? Uh, do you think if there is a future for trade-off learnings for, for example, 360 video or is it the must to focus on room scale uh, training and learning in the future? I know that discussion, uh, but to be honest, uh, it's only a discussion within the VR community itself. So, uh, no, I, I do believe there's a future for a 3DOF or 360 video, but it uh, depends on your needs. In, uh, in 360 video, you are uh, kind of limited in your scenarios. You, you cannot simulate everything. But... Uh, it can be useful as a starter, for example. It can be useful for creating awareness, for introducing a new topic, or even for creating a story yourself. So yes, there is a future, but you have to define uh, the needs for your learning. And have you seen, maybe based on your research, um, uh, that uh, 
how so yeah actually no i, I will ask this question differently is it uh, does the content for example 360 video does it always uh, have to be produced or has to be produced by a professional or have you already seen uh, or or also seen trainings uh, created with a with a consumer camera to, a, 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 a consumer 360 camera where people can easily create the content themselves and put it in an uh, XR LMS, for example? Yeah, well, uh, in education, uh, there's there, uh, there's a limited bu budget always. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a problem when implementing VR because at, at this moment, it's still uh, rather expensive. So yeah, we see a lot of um, uh, shifts to creating uh, your own uh, content and there are uh, several authoring tools um, which, which provides uh, for the user uh, to create their own uh, learning experiences themselves. And they become uh, really powerful with, with a lot of uh, interaction uh, possibilities. So yes, and, and you see all, all these experiments uh, in, in schools and, and colleges and universities with creating your own uh, 360 because it's really um, easy to do it yourself. Okay. However, can you name can you name for example some of those LMS systems? Uh, well, it, 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 they are not really LMS systems, but they are authoring tools. Um, okay. uh, f like um, Uptail, for example, is is one of the most well known, I think. Um, but also, uh, Amazon created their Sumerian, which are also um, suits which provide for the user to to create their own learning experiences. Um, I have one big concern um, that not everyone uh, is aware of the uh, uniqueness of uh, the VR environment. And you should take into account several um, design principles and, and not everyone has that knowledge. So when creating your own VR training, um, you could end up with an uh, and training which is not that effective in the end and then they will blame the technology as always but the problem is it's not the technology is the one who uses the technology which is a problem mm -hmm. yeah and in, in online learning we see uh, a trend towards more blended learning programs because people say that the massive open online courses uh, like uh, udemy uh, etc uh, they're not working anymore they they uh, deliver uh, too low completion rates uh, do you think that for uh, XR training, we will also look at blended learning programs in the future and how would that look like then? Well, I, I really believe in, in blended learning, especially because I do not believe uh, turning every learning material into XR. Uh, that would be a mistake. Uh, I think you should uh, implement and use VR uh, only when, when it's, there's a need um, for it. Uh, for simply delivering information, for example, uh, then it begin it, it again it becomes a, a, a game or or a, 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 an entertainment tool. So we should think of uh, why uh, do we need VR? Why is VR uh, useful to um, to attain certain uh, learning objectives we cannot uh, in another way. So yes, uh, the blended model is, is the model we should apply because um, uh, also you are limited uh, in time. Uh, also, uh, when playing VR, you should uh, take a break after 20 minutes. So you cannot uh, create uh, complete uh, lessons uh, like two or three hours in VR, that would be a mistake. Okay, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you as a specialist, if some of our listeners want to add a hero case to their company deck um, in order to convince uh, companies to invest in training so they can produce a training, for example, um, which one would you recommend? So which one is your uh, XR learning and development or XR training hero case? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I see great value in the, in the area of uh, soft skills training. And uh, I was really impressed by two uh, cases First, uh, the the leadership training by Tailspin, uh, because they create a really uh, realistic and powerful AI-driven soft skills training. Um, The other one, which I found great, was uh, body swaps, um, because it's so simple, but uh, genius in its nature. You first talk to someone, and then you change roles. You swap bodies, and you see yourself talk and you see and hear yourself talk and this metacognitive level is really powerful for learning so do uh, sorry uh, those two uh, cases are um, i think a really good example of what the power of vr can be for learning and training okay uh, and as a um, yeah as managing partner of virtual learning as reality how do you position yourself um, so you are you are not uh, a developer of experience, but do you position yourself more as like a learning architect? Yes, yes, th- that's that's my role. I'm kind of the architect. Um, so my role is to guarantee the the uh, effectiveness of the of the training, uh, and uh, it starts from the beginning by uh, defining uh, which are the learning objectives, but also uh, making sure the scope is uh, realistic. Uh, then finding the right partners, uh, scripting um, the the the, uh, the application of the mm-hmm. design principles uh, for the developer, um, the the measuring of of the outcomes and so on. So my, my I've, I'm uh, involved in all phases of the development uh, process, but I'm not creating. I'm just the architect. Uh, okay, nice. Um, so uh, yeah. VR days, uh, it's coming closer. You'll be speaking or you will be one of the speakers at VR days this year, mm-hmm. uh, the virtual event. Uh, what can we expect from your talk? Well, I will be delivering an XR talk on uh, lessons learned from training in XR. And I will tell you 10 good practices to take into account for uh, creating an effective and successful XR training, which I really think is uh, important. Yeah, and very relevant these days, I, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm really looking forward to it because uh, I think the matter that you are researching and will talk about at the VR Day is gaining in importance. Uh, good times are coming, I guess, for your um, yeah for your skill set. Thanks for your time, Carl, and we'll see each other at the virtual VR Days. Okay, thank you, Peter, and uh, see you there. Bye. Bye.